Welcome to Let's Talk Cake. I'm Carrie, and today we will be talking to Brett from Hubble Creek Cake Company. People aren't just bakers nowadays, they are definitely artists. So now I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, cancer's not going to hold me back from making cake. Are you kidding me? People sometimes ask, like, what's your hobby? Well, my hobby is my job. I love what I do. It's like a canvas that you get to start over every single time you do a new cake. And then you give it to someone and you get to see their smiles and their faces. I mean, it's unbelievably rewarding. Caking, for me, is all about creating a moment and a memory. Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk Cake, a podcast by cakers for cakers. I'm Carrie, and I'm here without Savannah again this week, but together we own the dessert studio in Utah. So this week in the bakery was another week without Savannah, and I must say I like working with Savannah better than I like working alone. It was a busy week, and I'll just share with you one of the stories from this week that was a little tricky. So we had an order from a company that was having a party. They were changing buildings and having a celebration for their new space. And so they ordered 360 mini hedgehog cupcakes. They had been planning on moving businesses, moving buildings the first part of January, I think it was, or maybe it was the middle of January. But anyway, it was in January. And so we um, took the job and figured it would be a good hard day of work for both of us. And then they notified us that their building wasn't ready. And so they were having to postpone the party until the last part of February. So what that meant was that Savannah was not able to help with the hedgehog cupcakes. She offered, she said, mom, you want me to come and sit on a chair and I can at least do some piping. But she just had a C-section and she's got a brand new baby and she deserves to have some maternity leave. And so I said no. And then the day came to do them and oh my goodness, I thought I was going to die. 360 mini cupcakes is a lot of cupcakes, but it's totally doable. But then when you're doing, if, if they had been a swirl with some sprinkles, no problem. But 360 mini hedgehogs takes a while. And my hand, oh my goodness. So I did all the baking. I got up early, started baking and filling and... It was like noon by the time I had them all baked and filled and I hadn't even begun decorating. And so luckily my husband came down and he put together boxes and inserts and stuff for me. And then later in the day, he called in the troops <laughs> and my son came down and helped me for about an hour and a half before he left for some previous plans. And my daughter, my other daughter and her husband, who also had plans, had about an hour that they could give and so they came and you guys I'm not kidding if I hadn't had everybody's help I probably would have been in the kitchen for 20 hours straight as it was it was only 14 and a half hours straight and they were darling and the people were completely thrilled with them but my hand had cramps for two days afterward it was such a big job and it was just a little reminder that I need Savannah in the kitchen and we need each other and doing it alone is really really hard and we plan accordingly. I mean, we really have tried to not take as much stuff, thinking that knowing that she would be out of the kitchen, but that was just one that was ordered and paid for, and then the date changed, and so everything changed, and it was it was a big day. 
but they were cute and it was a success. So that's, that's the most important thing. Anyway, so as you can tell, Savannah is not here today, but we, I, like I mentioned last week, we did some recordings in advance. And so a few weeks ago, we interviewed Brett from Hobble Creek Cake Company. And so Savannah is with us on the interview, which is nice. And so we will go ahead and get started with that now. Hey, Brett, welcome to the podcast. Hey, ladies, it is literally an honor to be here with all the guests you've had that have been so amazing. I'm just like honored that I'm oh, even included among you. them. thank so, you. Well, we're so excited. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So just a little background about Brett. Um, she is a local baker here, and we have seen and admired her work and kind of considered wow. her a an Instagram social media friend. But and we so met. and so many yeah. people do consider her met. that Instagram friend because she is just so kind and she shares people's work mm-hmm. and she is she's definitely one of those people on Instagram that you just love. Yeah. And <laughs> so we had never had the chance to meet her, but around Christmas time we were involved in a competition, a gingerbread house competition, and it just so happened that she was also in the competition. And we got to meet her at the, what would they call that? The the award ceremony at the end. (laughs) And it was actually kind of exciting because Brett got the judge's choice and we got the people's choice. So So, once once we were both announced, she like ran over to us and we finally met and it was just so fun. (laughs) It was great because we were able to visit for a while without either of us having to console the other one. (laughs) Oh, yes. That was so nice. Well, and honestly, the prize was cool, but almost cooler was meeting you guys. I was oh. like, it's Carrie and Savannah. <laughs> That's sweet of you. Yeah. Awesome. So fun. Yes. Well, we are really happy to have you on because if you have seen it, you probably have, I don't know if you have or not seen some of her work, but if you haven't, you need to go look at it because she has such a beautiful Aww. style of decorating. And so we just want to learn a little bit about your business. So Let's go ahead and jump into it. And why don't you tell us how you ended up getting started doing cakes? Okay. So my love for baking and honestly for business too goes way back to my childhood. Um, I remember flipping through my mom's cookbook. She had the Better Homes and Garden cookbook. It was like this red plaid book. And I would flip through it and I would just read the recipes. I honestly wouldn't even make them because we didn't have all the ingredients. But I would just read them and plan like what I would make if I could. And when I did get the chance to bake, you know, the kitchen was roped off. I would set it up and it would be like a bakery. Like I would invite my brothers and sisters to come and like buy my products. (laughs) And like I would make cookies or chocolates or whatever. And I was always doing that. It was just so fun for me. Um, I wasn't, I was 14 when someone put a piping bag in my hands for the first time. The church I attended, they would do weekly activities for the youth. And then one week they put on a cake decorating activity for the young girls. And I went and it was just, it was me and one other girl. I'm sure the leaders thought like this activity was a flop. Two kids showed up, but that activity changed my life. Because they taught us how to make buttercream. They taught us some basic piping um, techniques. They gave us a little cake to work on. And I piped my first buttercream rose that day. And I took a picture of it that was on my phone for so long. Because this was my buttercream rose that I had made. I was so proud of it. 
Um, and from then, that love of cake decorating just grew. I did mostly cupcakes um, through high school. I was known as the friend who would bring cupcakes to parties and friends' birthdays. And for whatever excuse I could find, I was making cupcakes. And everybody knew me as the cupcake girl. And um, it was that love of cupcakes that brought me together with a good friend, someone who became a good friend. Her name was Kristen. She lived in my neighborhood. She was also a member of my church, and she was in quite a different stage of life than I was. She was married. She had kids. She was a a full-time mom, and here I was, this little 16, 17-year-old. But we bonded over our love of cake and cake decorating, and she was a freelance cake decorator doing the business from her home, and bless her heart, she took me on as like her apprentice and would hire me to come and decorate cupcakes for orders with her and deliver with her and work on cakes. And I can't imagine how much I slowed her down because (laughs) she's trying to get these orders out and worried about me and trying to teach me and, and bring me along. But that was just such an amazing experience for me that she took me in and mentored me like that. She even put on, she helped me put on a whole bake sale to earn money so that I could go on to choir to go to choir tour. It was like $600 I needed. And she helped me take pictures and sell cupcakes and just showed me what you could do with baking that you could, you know, earn money that you needed and that you could make a difference in someone's life the way she did with mine. Um, She was amazing. And she continues to be one of my greatest mentors and friends to this day. And I try always to pay forward that kindness that she showed me to teach me and to help me. I try to pay that forward as much as I can. And looking back at all that, you literally would think it was a given that I was going to start a baking business. I'd had that experience. I had that love for it. But I honestly didn't even think about it as a viable option for like a job or for income. It never even crossed my mind. Um... And then I went, I went to college and um, was studying like art there. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. And I left college for a time to serve a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I served in Paraguay and I had amazing experiences there. But there was this one key moment that played such a big role in me starting my baking business. And it was one time we were sitting with this woman named Laura. She had a one-room house, dirt floors, no bathroom, that kind of an area. And she was letting us try her avocado ice cream that she wanted to sell so she could make some money for her family. And avocado ice cream was a very interesting product, I can tell you that. But (laughs) as we were sitting there talking to her about her plans to sell it, all I could think about was that bake sale that Kristen had done for me and how easy we were able to make the money I had needed. And just the entrepreneurship opportunities we have here that are so incredible. And as I sat there, I promised myself that when I got back from Paraguay, I was going to use my baking to help people. And specifically the people in Paraguay is what I was thinking. So a year later, I got home. I started my studies again. I declared my major as a food science major with an emphasis in business management. Um, I married my sweetheart, Nate, from high school. 
And then as we were living in our little student apartment, tiny, 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 that February, I put on my own first bake sale for Valentine's Day. I sold cookies and I called it a Valentine for Paraguay and all the proceeds went to help families in need in Paraguay. And ladies, oh my gosh, that kitchen was tiny. <laughs> it was so small. Oh, it was like one foot by one foot of counter space. That was all I had. Um, an oven from like the 60s, no dishwasher. <laughs> it's amazing and what we can actually do with very little. <laughs> I know, like, oh man, how many times I've wished to have a huge kitchen and in reality, it's like, it'd be a nice thing, but it's definitely not a barrier to running a good business. Like, yeah, no doubt. Don't let that stop you from chasing your dreams because it definitely didn't, didn't stop my baking business. <laughs> Well, that's, that's oh. really cool. And did, um, so you were able to send some money back to help people. When, when yeah. did it actually become Hobble Creek Cake Company? Yeah. So, um, you know, after that success with those cookies, I started doing cakes. My cousin was like, oh, you like to bake? Why don't you make, help me make my wedding cake? And so I jumped on that and we got together, made her cake, pulled it off, learned a lot. <laughs> it was definitely um, a fun, a fun learning experience. And from then on, I had like a couple orders here and there wasn't totally pursuing it actively. Um, because I was in school and finally the last semester of school, it clicked in my brain. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I like making cakes and I like running a business. This is what I want to do. And so once I graduated and I lost my student job because I graduated, couldn't work there anymore. Um, but it was a blessing because for the first time I knew I loved baking and I knew I had the time to pursue it. So I was six months pregnant and I was going to have my baby boy. And in those last few months before having him, I had my first farmer's market. I taught my first cake decorating classes. I had a decent steady stream of orders and it was amazing for the first wow. time. I just loved my work. I was so passionate about doing these cakes and I wasn't an official business yet. I just loved doing it. Um, I took a break for a while when I had my baby boy and struggled after that to start up again because of the mommy guilt, because of my husband's schedule with work and things just, it wasn't the right time yet. And my husband worked as an exhibit designer and his commute was terrible. But then there came this opportunity where he was offered a job as a high school teacher and he took it. And suddenly our family's life totally changed for the better. Our schedule was amazingly better. I had time again and the possibility of starting my cakes again was real. And so within like two months of him switching jobs, I applied for my cottage kitchen license had my inspection passed, got my business permit, and started as Hobble Creek Cake Company. And that was in October of 2019. So it's been oh. just over a year that I started, and it's been such a journey of a year starting a baking business. Yeah. Well, that is awesome. What a journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cool. And just like, it, it's so clear that you're so passionate about it. And even from that young age as a young woman, like you, you, you felt that passion and then finally you followed your dreams and now you have a successful cake business. I think that's so cool. Yeah. I've never like connected the dots all the way before, like I did preparing for this. It was cool to see the whole story yeah, laid out for that sure. way. 
So within that whole story, what was the biggest challenge of actually starting your cake company? That is such a hard one because there's so many challenges that I faced and that lots of bakers face. Um, I think for a long time I struggled with, you know, the idea that people sometimes have about home bakers. They don't always see them as like professional and sometimes they devalue the service of a home cake maker. I wonder if you guys have ever felt that. Um, yeah. For sure. I feel like, yeah, there's definitely like, and I feel like, I think for lots of us, it's honestly like our own, our, it's more in our head. Yeah, it's more in our head, I think. Yeah, Yeah, for real. (laughs) I think in our own minds, we kind of think if I was really professional, I'd have a storefront. Yeah. If I was really professional, I wouldn't be doing this in my own house. And and so, yeah, I think that that's, I think that that's a very real feeling, but I do think that it's something that we put on ourselves probably more than a yeah, lot of other people put on sure. us. It's so true. Yeah. Well, and being a food science major and I had friends who were like pastry chefs and um, were really into food and desserts. And so I felt so much pressure to like, wow them. And like, who am I to start a bakery when they're like a full-time pastry chef? Like it, sometimes that really got to me just, um, yeah, the imposter syndrome I guess of it all yeah yeah well I think so many people face that and like like we said it's really just all in our head and if we want to do something we can do it so yeah absolutely and once people start trying our stuff and seeing our work that's when we have the opportunity to dispel anything that anyone else might think and so um that's I don't know the imposter syndrome is it's a tough one sometimes but (laughs) but it's definitely something that that we need to kind of talk ourselves out of and, and realize that we have something to offer and be proud of what we're offering. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I, I don't think the fact that you're at home or that you have no professional experience should ever hold you back. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have been talking to Brett a little bit before this interview and she was telling us about something that is, up and coming for her in her cake journey and it greatly relates with this whole home bakery thing so brett tell us about your your next thing on your to-do list for your cake journey yes i would love to i am so excited to tell your listeners about it because so many of them are bakers and cakers trying to get their businesses up and off the ground And for a long time, that was me trying to figure and navigate all the ins and outs of how to do it. And I wished there had been like someone to turn to, someone to ask the questions to. Um, So I'm starting a whole new page, almost a whole new business in and of itself that's geared completely towards helping bakers um, navigate that world and get their businesses off the ground. It's mentoring and coaching totally for bakers specifically for them um and that page is called the out of home baker you can find it on instagram just search at the out of home baker and it should come up and what you're going to find on that page is so many tips and tutorials and funny stories and true stories things that have happened to me that will help you like learn from things that I have learned in my time and things that I've studied about marketing and about business that can help bakers 
So it's just going to be this wealth of knowledge that daily I'll be posting for other bakers to learn from. And there will also be other products and classes that you can benefit from. Some of the things I've been working on are these eBooks that dive deep into specific topics that bakers struggle with, like pricing, like running a social media and talking to clients. So some of those are already finished and available for purchase and others are still in the works. But I'm really excited about them and about the opportunity to help others um, accomplish the things that I've been able to and have success in their own baking businesses. So the page is called The Out of Home Baker and it's, it's new, but there's going to be so many amazing things to help you guys in your journeys. So definitely follow it and stay tuned for all the up and coming knowledge that I'll be sharing there. I love it. That is so cool that you're doing that. And I think it will benefit so many people. And it yeah. just goes right along with what we've been saying all along about the the whole caking industry is is just what a community it is and how helpful and kind people are in it. And um, we're just so lucky. We're so lucky to be in something where where people are helpful and people want each other to succeed instead of something cutthroat, which I think is the way yeah. so many other businesses are. Oh my gosh, it's so true. Yes. Yeah, and I think we can all kind of look at you as an example of just being part of the cake community. Because really, like, I mean, even with us, you didn't know us, but you shared some of our cakes. You've you've shared other people's cakes. You are always just so willing to, to you're not afraid to put other people in the spotlight. I mean, yeah, you're kind of like a cheerleader for everybody else. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's so amazing of you. And I think it's so cool just to see people who really don't see the world as competitive and, and like you have to be everyone. I mean, you are so willing to help everyone. You're so willing to share everyone's work. And I think that's just such a huge part of why, being a cake maker in our community is so amazing and i do believe in karma so i believe that when you (laughs) when you do things like that your friend paid it forward to you and helped you you're helping other people i think when we do that good just comes back to us yeah yes i i absolutely believe that you will always get further by building others up than by tearing them down yeah and people have shown that to me i think it's so instilled in me because of what what I've been shown by other bakers as well. Like my friend Kristen was the first one who lifted me up. But since then, I've I've met so many amazing people. I'm Some who have been on your podcast already, like Pete the Mighty Baker. I went to his grand opening of his DIY studio where he you can go in and make cakes. And I remember going in there feeling sheepish. Like I, I didn't want to tell him that I was a cake decorator because I thought he would just brush me off and be like, oh, like, you're not actually a customer. I don't, I don't really have time for you. And, but when I went in there and I did, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm a cake decorator too. He sat there and talked to me for 10 minutes and gave me resources and referred me to the Utah Bakers page that we have. And it was, it was just, it showed me just such kindness. And I I just, that was amazing to me. And I thought, I want to be that for other people. Um, those who have lifted me up, I want to turn around and do that for others so that they can enjoy the benefits of all of us working together. Yeah. So, yeah. And you're doing that. So that's, that's really great. Um, so we, 
we both put out there a little bit about your um your episode your the interview with you and so we wanted to share some of the questions that people want to know from you so yeah. um so one of them is do you get stressed about doing wedding cakes <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so um I would say the wedding cake themselves, I don't get stressed about. I'm at a good spot where I'm pretty comfortable with the way I work and the way I design things and being able to accomplish the designs that people order. But what does stress me out is those dang deliveries. Yeah. <laughs> those are the worst. For sure. I feel like every time I get in the car with a wedding cake, even if I've done the drive a million times and I know the cake is fine, I still like just sweat buckets and pray <laughs> and pray literally that yeah. the cake will be okay. White knuckle driving. Wouldn't it be nice if we could just teleport those cakes where they need to be? <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Someone invent that. I when I when I do wedding cake deliveries, I sing show tunes at the top of my lungs to distract myself. Oh, that's funny. And that's, that's the only way I can get through it by like having that distraction. That's so funny. I love it. I think we can all agree with you on that one though. <laughs> deliveries are not a fun part. No. <laughs> So you've kind of told us a little bit already about like how you learned what you're, what you do, but is there anything that you did that helped fine tune your skills before you actually got started? Yeah, that's a funny question because I feel like, I feel like I fine tuned it by starting just by taking that first order that came and trying to accomplish it and to pull off the design they wanted that is really how I learned. And um, I guess that would be my advice to anyone wanting to start, but feeling like they don't have the skills, like just start, Yeah. like put yourself out to, to put yourself out there to family and friends and say, Hey, I like doing cakes. Can I try out some orders with you guys and just learn by doing that. As I've looked back on caking and on what it was like to start my business um, people talk about the startup costs of starting a business and with other businesses, usually there's a lot of like money costs involved with caking. There's not a lot of money costs involved, but the real startup cost is your time, the time that it takes to learn the skills and the, the five hours it takes to decorate a cake when you thought it was only going to be two. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's um, where the learning comes is just by, you know, taking one order at a time and knowing that it's going to be a learning curve and that's really where you'll get those opportunities to stretch yourself and grow as a cake decorator. That's yeah, true. So. And I can say having done cakes for many, many, many years, probably as long as either of you two have been alive, <laughs> I can say that I still find that I'm fine tuning and honing down on yeah. some of the skills and I'm still learning some things. So I think, I think that this is, one of the exciting things about doing cakes is that there is always something new to learn. And yes. um, so, yeah, it, it's the possibilities are endless. Oh, I totally agree with that. So awesome. Yeah. Um, we also have a question that someone wants to know about any exciting collaborations coming up. Ooh, so I've done a couple of collaborations 
And those are fun because, again, it's like all of these bakers coming together to support each other and to all post together Mm -hmm. and create this fun portfolio of work. So we, me and a friend did one for Winter Wonderland, and that was really fun. And we did a Candyland-themed one. And we've had a lot of requests for more collabs that people can join. Um, so we're, we're, we're planning some. We definitely want to do some more. I, we haven't solidified any of the details yet. But um, there's some fun ones coming up. So stay tuned with our on our Instagrams yeah. to know when those next ones will be so you can be a part of it. Because we love to have anyone. I always get questions. People are like, I'm just a beginner. Can I join your collab? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Anyone, everyone is welcome. So yeah. and really, as we open those collabs up, please yeah, join us. Collaborations are great for new cakers out there. I mean, it yes. really is just a whole cake community coming together and liking each other's cakes, supporting each other's cakes. And collaborations are definitely a great way to kind of expand and and get your foot in the whole social media platform of caking so yes totally well we really appreciate you coming on the podcast this has been really fun to talk to you and hear some of your your experiences and hear how you got started and before we say goodbye we're excited to tell everybody about a giveaway that we're going to be doing with brett and do you want to just give him a little rundown brett yeah sure So like I mentioned, I'm starting that new page, The Out of Home Baker, and some of those eBooks that are available, um, we're going to do a little giveaway of one of them. So that'll be on Instagram when this episode airs. You'll be able to go on Instagram and see about that giveaway, and one lucky person will win their choice of one of those eBooks to download and have and learn from. So that's awesome. That'll be the giveaway. And I'm I'm so excited. I can't wait for you guys to read them and learn from them. It's yeah. gonna be awesome. And I'm sure they're just filled with great information. I mean, pricing oh. is difficult, social media is difficult, yes. caking is a difficult thing. And so every every tip and trick that we can get, especially from people who are successful at what they're doing, is is a great tool. So Yeah. So thank you for being willing to share one of those with one of our listeners. Yes, absolutely. And finally, our last question we need to ask, (laughs) how has caking impacted your life for the better, Brett? Oh, my gosh. That's, oh, that's, I always forget that question is coming at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a good one. Um, Caking has given me so much because it's more to me than just, making a cake it is creating an experience for people and a memory for them that they'll remember and it has allowed me to connect with so many people that I wouldn't know otherwise and it's allowed me to be part of a community and it's it's given me this voice that I've never had before um growing up I was always one of the quieter girls that wasn't necessarily shy I just didn't have a lot to say like it didn't feel the need to chime in all the time but having doing this cake business, all of a sudden, I love to talk to people and to hear their stories, whether it's cake or whether it's something else. Um, it is just, it's made me into like the truest version of myself that there is. And it's given me this fun outlet for creativity. And I just, I love doing it. It really has 
been a source for good in my life and it has allowed me to do good in the lives of others the way I'm able to build other people up with it and serve other people with it yeah so it has been a huge blessing in my life that's That's awesome. awesome Well, thank you so much, Brett. We really appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, no, thank you guys. It was truly a great experience to talk with you. I just love hearing people share their stories, especially when they are so generous with their knowledge and their time and their their abilities. When they are willing to share their talents like that, it's just such a cool thing. And Brett is such a good example of that. So thank you again, Brett, for joining us. And one thing about Brett that I've noticed is there's a Baker's Community Facebook page, and she's very active on there sharing some of the stuff that she knows. So I think she really does know her stuff. And so she could probably be a good a good tool for anyone who has questions about how to get a home bakery up and going. So Anyway, thank you so much, Brett. And you guys, we're also excited to announce that we will be doing a giveaway on our Instagram. So be sure to go there and check it out. Brett is going to be giving away Sugar, Sprinkles, and Social Media, a baker's step-by-step guide to marketing your business on Instagram, and Client Conversations, a baker's guide to interacting with customers. And those are two ebooks that she has done. And so we will be doing those as a giveaway on our Instagram. So go check that out too. Thank you, Brett. So next week, we are really excited because we will be talking to Michelle Leo from Michelle Leo Events. Um, Michelle Leo Events is a really, really well-respected wedding planning company. They've received awards, national recognition awards. They've been featured on Martha Stewart Weddings. They're, they're really great and they really know what they're doing. And we have been fortunate enough to work with them. And we asked Michelle if she would like to be a guest and share with us some things that we can learn from the wedding and event planning industry. So that's one you won't want to miss next week. So, so be sure to tune in. And you guys, thank you so much. This is so weird for me doing this alone. (laughs) And I don't really like doing it alone. The whole, I don't know, bakery and podcast thing. I guess I'm dependent on other people because I miss having Savannah here. But thank you so much for listening and for the positive words and for um, just being there, being part of our, our cake community. If you like the podcast, we hope you'll share it with others. And we'd love for you to subscribe and like it and maybe leave a review. Thank you so much to Corey, who produces all of this and who reaches out to our guests and does so much behind the scenes. We're really, really grateful for him and all of his hard work. And thank you to all of you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next week when we will continue to talk cake. Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow the Let's Talk Cake podcast on Instagram. Subscribe and write a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.